The views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the speaker. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical advice from your own physician. Hi, thank you for joining us. I'm here with Benoit Benny. He's a private practice interventional spine physiatrist in Houston, Texas. And we're going to talk to the surgeons out there who are looking to hire an interventional spine physiatrist to do the injections in their office. So the NAS ISMM Fellowship Program, it stands for Interventional Spine and Musculoskeletal Medicine. It's a program that PM&R residents can apply to. It's a one-year-long training program. It starts in either July or August, and it ends a year later. Uh, These programs produce really well-trained interventional spine physiatrists to do all of the bread and butter injections in your office, including the lumbar spine and the cervical spine procedures. Some of the interventional spine fellowships offer more advanced procedures like kyphoplasty or spinal cord stimulator trials, and some do the implants, and some offer regenerative medicine, and then some have a lot of ultrasound training. So they all vary. Some of the programs take one fellow a year, some take two, and a few of the programs listed on the website, they take about four or five a year. A lot of these fellowship programs are more orthopedic focus based rather than anesthesia pain fellowship training programs. They are all all very different, Um, but you can access this directory online on the NAS ISMM page. You will see the emails of the fellowship directors or the emails of the fellowship coordinators, and that's a great resource for you to reach out to if you're looking to hire someone. I have Dr. Benoit Benny here, and he's going to tell us a little bit about what his fellowship consists of, so you can kind of peek into what kind of training the fellows will get at his program. And as I mentioned, a lot of them are very different, but they all have the same core principles of what they want their fellows to be competent at at the end. Thank you, Renee. So uh, Renee and I were having a really good conversation in terms of just the the varied amount of experience that different fellows get in different fellowship programs. And just to to reiterate, I think everybody in any of the NAS accredited fellowships are going to really learn very well your bread and butter procedures um, in in the lumbar spine and cervical spine. Uh, And then you just have a varied amount of other procedures that are taught. So I'm going to talk a little bit about in in my fellowship, um, one of the main things uh, go goals for the fellows is for them to really learn to be independent um, relatively as soon as possible. And, and so that varies in terms of the clinical experience and uh, in relation to procedural experience. But uh, generally, when a fellow starts with me, they are usually just going to be uh, watching me both in clinic and in procedures, at least for the first uh, week or two. And then they'll start their own continuity clinic where they will see patients on their own and then, uh, but they will uh, they will staff with me the new patients so that they feel comfortable in terms of their uh, in terms of their treatment plan. They will still have a continuity clinic also always with me as well, where they're continuing to learn as well. As I think that's really really important uh, through the whole entire year. In terms of procedures, in office procedures, the same thing again. They're just really initially watching me, then they're performing it with me, and then they're starting to do it by themselves with in terms of ultrasound guided procedures. In terms of fluoroscopic guided procedures. It's a little bit different, but with the same concept of them feeling independent before they leave. So uh, initially for the first week or two, they're just watching me do procedures and then they start helping and assisting me do procedures. And then I start letting them do a little bit more, a little bit more while I'm there. 
Um, and then at some point in time, um, anywhere from six to nine months, um, a lot of times closer to nine, but if they feel very competent, and I feel very comfortable that they are very competent in these basic lumbar procedures, I will then allow them to do lumbar procedures by themselves. So your lumbar transfer animals, your SI joints, your medial branches. And so they'll feel comfortable in doing those procedures non-supervised. In uh, addition to that, I think one of the things that's really important is learning about billing. So before you go and start up your own practice or join um, a practice or join a, sur a surgeon, you'll know about billing as well. So the same concept, initially they're learning the billing with me, but then when they're doing clinic by themselves, they're billing by themselves. And the same thing with fluoroscopically guided procedures that they'll eventually start doing their own billing. And so in essence, they feel comfortable that this transition from going to fellowship to work is just a really, really easy transition. It varies from fellowship to fellowship, obviously, in terms of how much um, autonomy each uh, fellow gets, um, but that's how we do it here at the Spine and Sports Center. Thank you so much, Dr. Benny. So we hope that you have a better sense of clarity of what the ISMM fellowship teaches the trainees. And we hope that you will look at the online directory on the NAS website for the ISMM fellowship if you're interested in recruiting a physiatrist to perform injections or other advanced procedures in your office. Thank you.